This week on the Best Friends Fancast, we will talk about the Monday show, Jesse Thorne is Back, and a Thursday show, Adult Braces, Child Star Reunions, Tony's Long Couch. And I have to say, BFFs, I'm truly grateful that you are listening. Now on with the show. Uh, uh, you know, uh, damp because I got out of the shower. Otherwise, pretty good. Uh, good, damp. Yeah. Okay. That's one of those things that could be good or bad. Yeah. Well. Yes. 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 I feel like damp. You wouldn't use the word damp if it was a the good version. I hope. Yeah. True. If you did, that might damper this itch. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, good, good. I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I'm so unhappy. I'm so unhappy. Yeah. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. Yep. I am yeah. also here. It is Trace. <laughs> I, I realize I don't really like give you any heads up on how that's going to work, but there you go. We did it. We nailed Trial it. by fire. 10 yes, out of 10. No yes. notes. Agreed. <laughs> How the hell are you? Oh, man. Uh, so damp, as, as I mentioned before. <laughs> uh, just got out of the shower. Feeling good. Doing doing some uh, emergency cleaning. Oh. Uh, so super fan Megan might be headed up to my neck of the woods sometime next week. And That's I right. foolishly was like, hey, if you need a place to crash, like on the way up or on the way back, let me know. Which is what you call like an empty gesture on my part, but oh, uh, well, you do, do have all like walls uh, lined with mattresses, just waiting for people to come <laughs> in and bounce off of them. I I need to. Hmm, no one has bounced off that mattress in a while, but I I need to uh, I need to throw that one out. Actually, it's been just hanging out, leaning against walls since like before COVID. I feel like it's earned a retirement, probably. But anyway, um, so I'm doing some cleaning in case she happens to take me up on my offer. Megan, if you're listening to this, um, don't. It's not an empty <laughs> promise. It's a full promise. And by the way, how much how much uh, damage is done to a mattress that needs, quote unquote, needs to be retired? <laughs> it's not exactly what I meant. I just meant it's uh, it's just been uh, what you meant. hanging out, a... collecting dust. It's just, uh, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's groovy. Should we do our countdown to catch up now before we do anything else? Yeah, let's let's do. Okay, because that was a little bit of it, but let's. All right, I'm gonna let you go first. All right. Okay. All right, Trice, how are you? Go. Okay, so uh, I got some new new shoes in addition to the Ooh. other new shoes I mentioned last time. Um, this this pair for a hypothetical exercise as opposed to regular style walking. Megan may be coming up. I already mentioned guitar has been going pretty well. I felt the previous two weeks just from having to deal with medical stuff, blah, blah, blah. 
I hadn't practiced much at all, but I felt like I did a good amount of catch up before I had to see people uh, this week. Going to a friend's birthday thing at three o'clock uh, or three ish. Still haven't decided what to bring. It's a an impromptu sort of potluck kind of thing. By impromptu, I mean he announced this like uh, two weeks ago, but I forgot about it. And uh, I think that's mostly it. Are we? How are we looking on time? You have about fifteen seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, there's a thing I can't mention. Maybe okay. it'll come up in context in context of the show. And I need to do more affirmations. I've been slipping behind with those. Uh, so yeah, maybe more positive thinking for me. Oh, also, and I want to be a little bit more positive about Allison. Uh, mm-hmm. If you know, whenever possible, like once a week when we do the show. It would be a good time, you would think, but it <laughs> hasn't worked out that way necessarily. Okay, follow up. Um, what's your new? What's your newest and latest kicks? By the way, Doctor Jen thinks that maybe I'm very interested in your shoes because I'm I might want to borrow them at the next time we uh party down. Like I I forgot we did that. Yes, we, the next we. BFF wedding. Yeah, yeah, we when we uh, broke your shoes when I commandeered your shoes. Yeah. Uh, I I volunteered them again. An empty gesture, which you should have declined, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> no so th- these new shoes nothing again nothing special they are for for comfort more than style uh they are brooks i think mm. yeah they're all right i'll send a picture to the the text group or whatever they're just you know i i it's uh i needed to, i needed some new shoes is the short version but okay. my old ones are pretty pretty worn and i they're not a thing i buy super often so decided to to you know mix it up a little bit refresh the inventory so i have a collection of shoes it's something i love but one thing especially after covid i was like i'm gonna you know make sure all of these shoes have life and get out there and wear them and do stuff um haven't really done that a lot <laughs> i have gone out a lot but i'm not uh taking these shoes out like they need to be taken out and uh going back to really quick that's awesome that's megan's coming megan's gonna be up there i hope that you guys record something Oh, if you need ideas for potlucks, that's my specialty. But we can always talk about that after the fact. If you're looking for something, you might already have the ingredients in your house. Who knows? I have a good go-to that's a quick like three-ingredient thing also if you wanted to grab stuff. But yeah. All right. I All will right. be I will be taking a run at the grocery store mm. probably right after we record. So maybe. Okay. Ooh, maybe. I like those odds. All right. So what's up with me? Let's do a yes. countdown. All right. Okay, so I'm going to catch you up on my sitch that I talked about last week that I couldn't divulge any details of. I had a pretty good week, but look, I have been taking it day by day. It has, uh, it was getting, it, it was, I was feeling positive. It was optimistic. I was good. There was one backslide day, which I need to address and deal with. And it's not something that's going to be over anytime soon, but it's definitely something that I, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm feeling good but i'm still uh, ever vigilant on the situation i weirdly enough so like i i i you know i have uh, my heart uh, is broken and i have been going through different like emotions with it and i thought oh, i wonder if there's stages of heartbreak like there are in grief and i just looked it up and there are and i fluctuate between them where i feel like i was accepting and being optimistic and i have a little bit of that with a little bit of denial <laughs> the combination and lastly you had a i'm dream. sorry you've gone over your time <laughs> um we'll have to save that for next week no sorry go on what was your thing lastly i had uh i had a this only happened twice 
uh, I had a sex dream about uh, one of the BFFs. <laughs> and I do it, remember this happened before. Yes, and w- which I, I mean, with as much as I think about sex daily, you would think I would have sex dreams in general more often, and I don't. But yeah, so that was weird and really gave me a weird, just kind, of, you know, kind of makes you feel odd and weird. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, shake that one off. It was weird. But it was more illicit than the other one. <laughs> okay. I I uh, do not know the details of either. So I will just, right. we will yes. dangle that up there in a salacious yeah. fashion. Everyone text Lisa and ask if you were the one she had the dream about. <laughs> no, I'll just let, you know what? I'll let your imaginations do the walk-in. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's uh, what's going on in my life. I have a, yeah, that's it. A, p- a productive week. The yes. so as as uh, we sort of touched on last time we spoke. I I hope I'm glad to hear things are maybe moving in a positive direction as far as the uh, the thing that you're not uh, disclosing the details on. Yes, um, it's something I'm yeah. super fearful and scared of still that it even happened. But every day has been I'm seeing positivity and I'm just hoping the more distance between that day and today like today is a new day and there's distance between those days and that makes me feel happy it just worries me that that even happened and i hope and pray that never happens again so thank you yeah i i think i could speak for everyone in saying that we're all we're all rooting for you and hope everything works out well appreciate that greatly do you have any shout outs i do for example, one example of a person, uh, Lee Bruns, let's say. Uh, just, you know, it was good to hear him call into the show. And then he also called into Allison's show, which was nice. Yeah, just uh, hope everything's going well with you. Hope you enjoyed your vacation in the Midwest. Oh, yep. okay, you said the MOOF. That's pretty yeah. much it, the MOOF. W- <laughs> yeah, so specifically and only to Lee Bruns this week. Hmm. Wow, that's pretty special. Lisa, did you have any shout outs? I only have shout outs. Let's keep it positive. Shout out to the TNC. A couple of you. Heather's in town today. Brittany gets in town later this evening. Robert will be back um, from tour tomorrow night. So hopefully uh, the stars will align and we will all be together in the same room. It's much needed for me. And I'm sure it's much needed for them to be in my presence as well. Okay. Lisa, we should all be so lucky. <laughs> Especially whoever you had that dream about. Oh my God. This person would die. <laughs> Good. That's the best kind when both people are very embarrassed by what happened. Okay. Uh, shout out to, oh my God, I got blushy on that one, even though it's like not, yeah. Shout out to East Coast Jen. Shout out to Lauren Kelly, Dr. Angela, Dr. Jen, to you, Trace, for being Bye. you. Shout out to Ray Morgan, Lil Rafi. Shout out to Paul. Safe travels to you. Shout out to Superfan Maggie Poo. Safe travels to you as well. Shout out to Joanna, Leanne, Von Carmen's Olive, Whitney, Adrian, Tamara Holler, and Lee Bruns. Lee is actually the one that I, we exchanged phone numbers recently that I, I teased last time. So that's who I'm chatting with. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you. I think that's it. And anybody that's listening, I just, I, I hope that the fact that it we're not on Apple podcast, whatever the hell they're calling it now is not hindered people from listening. I hope, I hope that people followed the it's super simple instructions to 
literally listen to the show on any podcast app that is on your phone. Thanks to you, Trice, for giving me that article. And we have the link posted on the Facebook group. So if anybody's having trouble, just text me. I'll let you know. Because when I, as soon as I post it on SoundCloud, you'll immediately get it in whatever podcast. What do they call them? Podcast grabbers? Uh, Podcatcher is the, Pod- the term. That I, I don't I like love to it, be grabby. it's fine. I like yeah, to, gra- sure. to be grabby. The podcast harassers. What do you call them? Yes. The uh, inappropriate <laughs> podcast touchers? I'm such a touchy-feely person, though. You know, grabby. No, I do not harass. It's only uh, wanted touching. I mean, that's what that's what someone would say. That's what I would. They were up to no good. Yeah, (laughs) they want it. That's they they love it. They're asking for it. Yeah, how they dress. Oh, (laughs) yes, exactly. With clothes on or off. Wait, what? No. Okay. So anyhow, either way, I do have to say, I I took a pill just a little bit ago. It's not anything crazy. It's like a green tea pill because i was like i don't have enough green tea in my life and i thought i was gonna have it this week and i thought no don't take it at work when you don't know how it's gonna react so i recently recently i just took it a little bit before we started recording so forgive me if i start feeling or acting strange more than so mm. like green tea pill do you mean a caffeine pill because i don't know no and like so, the, the process yeah. of drinking green tea is more about the actual tea part than this the... is true yeah. i i believe i had certain reasons for it <laughs> but it's not a caffeine pill in fact i don't even think it says caffeine on on it because it doesn't have enough to make it's just the positive health benefits of green tea which i love green tea and i had plans on making a big picture of it and just always having i just keep forgetting to so that i'll just have it in pill form in the meantime you know it's good for you if by chance it has caffeine and helps you lose weight that's great too but that's the side Aha, I see. I see. Hmm. I see UP. I'm also hmm. on my second cup of coffee. So we'll see how hmm. that goes. So Lisa's on speed will be the name of this episode. Oh, no. Uh, we don't have any BFF Holland calls, but if you'd like to call or leave message or what have you, 818 BFF 0732. Also, if you have any comments, concerns about my health and well being. I'll have some comments after the show, but also oh. everyone call in. Oh, well, thank you for your concerns mm-hmm. in advance. Okay. Is that all before we can talk about Monday? I think that's kind of it. Wow. All yeah. right. Well, then let's talk about Monday, shall we? Let's do shall. Sweet. Jesse Thorne is back. And at the top, Allison was commenting on his fresh finger tattoos. This is something. That is fresh in my mind as of late that I feel I'm ready for. And I had just started thinking about it in the past couple of weeks and actually drew a few things up a couple of days ago. And then this came up. I was like, huh, his fingers say play ball, which in essence is just a reminder to live life, which it's good. You need a re- reminder sometimes, I guess, you know? Yeah. It's also, it's, it's a, I have not seen that tattoo. It sounds like a pretty cool tattoo to get. It does say ball play if you get it on the wrong hand, which is which is something what I to would consider. Get. Well, <laughs> right. listen, that's I your mean, what sport. I would, would like do what you love, and you'll I never like work a day that in your life. Very much, but <laughs> yeah, I just like <laughs> looked off into the distance. Thinking like, about things, what's going uh, on? Yeah, um, I don't want to get words, although I, I have thought about it, like jokingly, like doing the Seinfeld situation. 
situation that Uncle Leo has. No, but I have more of like just little designs and little, much like the little designs that you can get on your retainer, much like Robin Shore. Little, you know, like a little pony running across your fingers. Like, what do you, what do you mean? Yeah, something like that. I have little designs and then I have probably some actual, you know, pictures of things that I want to get, but just little, I don't know, trinkets, shall we call them? Mm, okay. Yeah. The, the finger Decor. tattoos seem clearly, I'm not a tattoo person, but the, the finger tattoo seems, oh, it's to me, like it's a little, uh, I don't it, know. It can a go little too much. That That's how I've always thought of it, except for on. Well, okay. I've thought about that, especially on women. I feel like it's too much. And then on men, it depends. And it really can go south. It can be very not not good. <laughs> yeah, um, it's going to say like white boy or something like that. Or yeah, very white boy, white trash. Or it could be just trashy, really, I guess is where, where I'm going with that. There are some very feminine tattoos that I've seen on some ladies I think is very nice and there are tattoos on some men that I think is very sexy but not in the trashy but I have seen it go trashy too which I know you think I'm a trashy broad so that's listen that's on Fran <laughs> I, you are you are so good that <laughs> it converts your trashiness into gold like oh. alchemy it, it only it's oh. like when something's a little sweet and a little salty okay. like it brings out the 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 pure garbage part oh. of you is is it is uh it's just it accents the part the niceness and the goodness of you. So I'm sort of a rumple still skin of sorts, or yeah, like um, hum a King Midas in reverse. No, that'd be no. straightforward. <laughs> yeah, straight I'll, up King Midas. I'll think about. It. I'll think about some. It is the cow smell is outweighed by like the loving milk that you provide to the world wow so i do have to say i never thought i would get any hand tattoos in general and then the fact that i had the bff tattoo on my hand really was like whoa that's a, a step further than i thought like i would never do a neck tattoo that's also the, the trashy to me trashy and but on some people it's fine on some people it can be okay but in general women's neck and chest and hands uh no bueno to me but I have drawn something up that I would like to put on my chest and I have some things I want for my fingers. So, you know what? I guess I'm leaning into the trash. <laughs> Meh, listen, I'm I, the dumpster diving of life. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> you're at you're in your dumpster diving era. That's what they say. Uh, that's what the kids say. But uh, I it's funny. I and actually seeing someone with certain tattoos, I, I tend not to judge people. Unless, again, like I saw some guy with like white boy written across his belly. And I'm like, right. mm, that guy's a piece of trash. But that's that's yeah. more to do with what the tattoo was of, right? And um, that's, a lot of people will say like, oh, the, look, this person looks like someone you would like. They have tattoos. And I look at them. I'm like, even though I have a lot of tattoos, I'm super judgy about other people's tattoos and realizing that they're not my people based on the ones that they have. Like, it's very, like, I understand there's different levels and different kinds of tattoos that people get. And I'm judging for good reason. Yeah. Again. So I, well, I think for example, it's finger, already artsy for me. It's not yeah. like, no, you're, you're the good one, Lisa. It's not yeah, bad. Obviously. <laughs> um, no. So like I said, with the finger tattoos, it seems like a little much, but also yeah. I wouldn't automatically judge someone who had them. It, it would again, kind right. of depend on how, they were coming across. You know what I mean? Like, yes. what is the energy? I like, do finger tattoo, say, like, in, has yeah. a default sort of energy, but 
if Agreed. you don't have that Agreed. kind of energy, then it's it it sort of is uh, overwritten by how you're actually acting and presenting. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, and Your I personality. like I like to think of myself as like a Mary Poppins esque person with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty put that in your yeah. dating profile. I feel I feel like that's pretty accurate. Speaking of dating profiles, I I have sent some pictures still to Jen. I have I don't go on it as much to like look for pictures. Really that's the only reason why. I've had a pe- few few people message me on there and I'm like not even going to engage. Like there's nice comments and it's like I don't even want to deal. I'm thinking about just turning it off completely because the novelty of like the pictures is wearing off and I don't want to I don't want to dangle this carrot. You know what I'm saying? That's- sure, the delicious <laughs> carrot. The fact that everyone wants you. And so, it would, <laughs> if anything, it would be cruel to make them think that they might have a chance. It's uh, it's like a scam. It's like one of those fake $100 bills that, like, when you unfold it, it's like an advertisement for a church or something. Yes, or, like, um, the money that's on, like, the invisible line that they keep, like, clicking the button. Yeah. <laughs> and it keeps dragging away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. No, that's obviously not how I feel, but like, I just don't want to be out there anyway, because it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, understood. I yeah. will say, Lisa, people like you, and mm. Uh, mm. people would be uh, excited to think that, you know, uh, you're an appealing person, all that. I feel bad because I called you like trash 20 times a couple minutes ago, but that was in jest. Like one man's trash is another. <laughs> well, maybe, and also vice versa. I guess I, people never say that part, but it has to work the other way. Mm-hmm. I am a treasure that someone else's trash. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. I mean, we we all kind of are. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So, another thing that Jesse was talking—they were talking about South Park and the South Park creators having sort of fu money, where they could just get their cars detailed every single day, which. Allison was like, isn't that kind of overkill or like probably not good? It's like, yeah, obviously that's not the best idea for your car. But I'm wondering what things would you do if you had just a few money? I had this question for you also. Uh, So my fantasy life would be to live out like in the forest, in the middle of nowhere, maybe even in like a different country. And like if I had to commute somewhere, I would just take like a private helicopter or a private plane and just fly and land at a helipad or some sort of air private airport and then only commute by you know it'll it'll only take you a few hours to get let's say anywhere in the country and you just live you know in a giant or maybe even like a a cool cabin or something but out uh, mm. in 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 nature so you're you have enough resources and money to get to be around other people whenever you want but also if you want to be out in the middle of nowhere, you can do that too. I love that. Yours is very similar to mine, except I think I would have homes in all of the places, like just, tra- first of all, I'd just travel around everywhere and then f- just do like scouting for locations of houses and then build dream houses in every single location so that I could be like, well, I want to go to New York for Christmas or I want to be in Switzerland for New Year's or whatever it is and just have like your destination places so you can be in like the best places for the best times of year and i would love i obviously i'm in the woods type of person as well so i would love to probably be my main place to have like some big mid-century modern house and also like a working farm some sort of self self self-sustaining situation where you just in addition to that Everyone that I loved and cared about, I would be buying and building them a home in the same location. So it would just be like a city full of my friends. 
Oh, that is very nice. It does lend itself to cult type stuff fairly quickly. Yeah, but you but, know what? I People can judge from the outside, but when you're on the inside, baby. That's what they say in the cults, yeah. <laughs> the outsiders don't know. They are suppressive persons. Yes, and yeah. you only need a tattoo to get to gain entrance. <laughs> you go. Or a brand, maybe. It depends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would like to have like livestock, but just for fun. Like, yeah, these are sure. my cows. These are my sheep. Hang out with, you know. Yeah, just 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 purely to have animals. Around. Oh yeah, I'll have my pet deer. Absolutely, it's gonna happen day one. Go get my pet deer. It's traveling with me everywhere, and yeah, on the plane, sure. For, your, yeah. your comfort deer, emotional yes. support. You know, maybe Dope. I'll be the deer's comfort support animal because yeah. why do we have to use everything for ourselves? They're god complexes. Okay, anyway, <laughs> but yes, I would love to have like tons of animals around and just grow my own food. Just all the things that like I could do now probably, but you know, with more time and um, resources, but yeah. And I do like the idea of like a private jet helicopter situation, just to be able to get around to all the places efficiently, quickly. I'm still thinking about livestock. I feel like sheep <laughs> would be a pretty good one. And yeah. If you were somewhere that we could like, if you have sheep with like good wool that you could sell, cause you can, you don't have to like kill them for meat or anything. You can just shear them every so often and then especially if you're rich anyway but you could just shear them and then and then you kind of need to be sheared anyway uh, so it's it's i feel like sheep a good rich person with a lot of land sort of a but for funsies kind of pet but you also get a little bit of money back it's like a credit card with rewards points or something or cash back i love it let us know out there people listening what would you do with all the fu money with all of it, just you're the only one. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let us know what you think about sheep. But yes, also the actual question about what would you do if you had uh, infinite money? What would you do? Ah, <laughs> nice. Or you doe for the deer? <laughs> A female. Okay. If you yeah. had unlimited doe. doe. Okay. Doe. Doe. Damn, All right. I didn't do it right enough. Didn't do it right enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. You're, that's accurate no. what you said. <laughs> there we you go. didn't do it right enough. <laughs> Jesse also talked about getting your life back after kids and thinking that you can. I do have to say, oh, hold on a second. Johnny's calling me. Speaking of <laughs> getting your life back after kids. Now, I feel like Jesse's got a different situation because he has three kids that need special attention and it's probably a lot more complicated also, I didn't think you do have this feeling of nostalgia for the life that you had before you had kids. And then when you have them, it definitely changes things. And you think and you keep thinking, well, maybe we'll get back to that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And it's really it doesn't. It really transforms your life into something different. But I slowly got things back for myself, like when they were around 10, <laughs> is when I started doing this podcast and that mm. was the first like thing that I felt like I did for myself and slowly I've been able to gain I didn't get the life I had before back but a lot of the similar things like being able to hang out with friends and going to shows and doing all the things that I could do before and couldn't do as much after um so I, I you there's you know light at the end of the tunnel plus you know you're guiding these humans into the into the world and you know i especially with my most recent situation i realized how selfish i was being i didn't think that i was in the fact that i wanted to have happiness and go do stuff but also i think i lost sight of things that i still need to 
pay more attention to and that it's not about me and my happiness and having fun as much as I'm still needing to raise humans. Yeah. But I'm, I'm still sort of stewing over the fact that you said you started this podcast when they were 10 and they will both have graduated high school pretty soon. Yeah. Okay. Um, isn't that, that's, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Ooh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, um, in fact, my daughter yesterday, she, she had a, a sleepover with a friend who is still here actually right now. And they, I used to take care of hers and she was from like, uh, since she was born till like kindergarten or something like that. And they were both like, wait, my daughter walked in. She's like, oh, I thought you were recording. I'm like, no, I'm doing that tomorrow. And they're like, both like, wait, let's ask you some questions about this podcast. But they never really asked questions about it before. They just kind of, it's always just been in their life, you know, because it's been when they were nine and 10. So they just, yeah. it's just been part of their lives now. And they're like, wait, what's it called? Like they have never asked this question. It's just never come up or I'm happy to like not share that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, um, why don't want you guys listening? And they're like, we're not going to listen. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, you guys can be on if you want. <laughs> uh, um, mm. And then my daughter's like, don't you have any sponsors yet? I'm like, well, I mean, there's reasons for that that I'm not going to go into, but like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much they want to hear about like their mom's sex dream or what you know what I mean? Like uh from their perspective, probably better to not listen. Probably makes sense to not listen. Yeah, absolutely. If you're listening right now, turn it off. <laughs> go, turn back. Go back. This is <laughs> yeah. Um, delete this episode from your brain. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's uh yeah i i think i don't know i don't know it, it is such a it's a thing i wonder about with people who have kids because i think about my life say in my yeah. 20s and i'm like if i had kids then and my life went in a completely different direction right. it's not like i wasn't doing anything important you know what i mean i was maybe going out Same. and drinking more and hanging out with people but Same. it's like there's not uh i don't know how much i would have lost other than like some uh some prime video gaming hours. But again, by the time the kids are like 10, you probably can get those back. If you, want. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's very few things that I think I really would have lost out on. And I, I wonder, I wonder how many parents feel otherwise that, you know, I, I'm sure there are people who are like, yeah, I would have been on Broadway or something if I didn't have kids. But I, I, I think, I think your life probably moves in a kind of similar direction overall. Yeah. And I think if you're going to have kids, hopefully you have the mindset of this is my going to be my life now, even though you're not going to know what to expect, but you're open to the fact that it literally changes your life day one. Like you're a different person. You're a different, your life is different. Everything changes and it continues to change in a different direction for years. So, um, yeah. I think it's holding on to the before and get, trying to get back to the person you were before that is going to only harm you <laughs> and your mental state, because you're just going to have to embrace and be open to what life is going to be unfolding in front of you. Yeah. There are those people who just straight up regret having kids. And yes, I think you usually learn this because they tell their kids that at some point, oh, yes. which is uh, you hear it from the kids and it's like, that's you, uh, you, you kind of have to sit on that one, maybe. You kind of have to keep that to yourself, I think. Or or definitely pay for therapy or so. I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, that seems to be 
I think some amount of that is normal, but it it's I think it's supposed to be a fairly low amount. If you're getting to the point where you're really frustrated by it, I, I think yes. If it's changing yeah. your whole life and mental state, then yes. For me, it was always kind of in the back of my mind. I was like, oh, I kind of miss those days. But then also I and I and I say this, I, I used to say, well, I've said this before. I missed out on a lot of things because of the kids, but I don't say that in a negative way. It sounds negative. But sure. also I didn't miss out on their whole childhood and their whole lives. Like I feel like I, I did not miss a thing. All of the things that they went through, I was there for it. And I'm so happy that I had that. Like I feel lucky and fortunate that I was able to, I missed out on a lot of things with my friends, but I would choose my kids over that any day. Like I, now I'm making, I'm, I am making up for it. And that has made me feel it's good and bad. I it, I feel like fortunate that I have that time still with my friends and that they're all, you know, still alive to be here to do that with. Yep. So it's not all lost, Jesse. You, you can still have it. No, they are talking about podcast. He's on a, a couple of podcasts. I know Jordan, Jesse go is such a good podcast that I wish that I had time for because it's a very good podcast. That's my, my kind of show. Just, funny people shooting the shit. I forgot the other shows that he's also on, but they were talking about the downturn in podcast. And I know I kind of ran out of time to listen to them. And I also was thinking about the fact that I don't hear any young people talking about listening to podcasts. So I wonder if it's something, but then you hear about so many more people get, get, getting new ones and all these famous people having them. So I don't know if that means it's going to crash and burn soon or like, what do you think? Yeah, there's, there's a, there's, <laughs> I, this is, I think an oversimplification, but there's kind of two kinds of podcasts, which are either a, someone starting a podcast. Well, I mean, kind of like this one, just based on wanting to talk about a topic, whether it's, you know, movies or uh, news or whatever, or being a fan of something. And then there's on the other end, there's like, you know, the podcast department of, you know, Clear Channel Radio or mm, I Heart yes. I Heart Media, which is you know a multi-billion-dollar multinational corporation who's putting out these podcasts, and they they want to find, you know, celebrities and give them a podcast based on name ID, and they have they have pre-existing relationships with advertisers and yada yada yada. So again, there's like a big middle ground. Like Allison is kind of in that middle ground, but they're both ends of that kind of exist, and so I think people like Allison, like Jesse, who are a little bit more started in a DIY kind of way, even though they've now worked themselves up to being like a a, a moderately big deal or a, a, I think a bigger deal in Jesse's case, because uh, he has a whole podcast network with uh, which uh, maximum fun. Mm, right. Um, they have, they sort of keep an eye out when someone starts, you know, a Conan O'Brien podcast. And obviously like Conan right. O'Brien's funny, but there's these sort of, very famous celebrity, you know, the Office Ladies podcast with the cast of The Office, smart, smart, dumbly, whatever. There's, there's, I forget the name of the podcast, but there's, there's a sort of celebrity wing of podcasting, which is sort of more corporate. And it's not just right. celebrities, but there's a, a whole corporate side of it, which, which uh, also exists and is maybe, um, I understand why someone would be concerned that they might given the amount of resources that they have, they might be sort of taking over or yeah. pushing other people out of the, out of the market because they can afford to pay, you know, a ton of people and have 
probably more money coming in and can do more things. I do feel like that has definitely taken away from podcasts because I do that's those sorts of podcasts are not for for me. And I have a real distaste for that brand of podcast, but also the pirate ship type of shows like this one or like a show that wants to talk about Gilmore Girls or a show that wants to talk about The Office, but it's not the stars on it. That sort of fun Wayne's World type of yeah, uh, Wayne's show World is a good analogy, I think, is um, what I love and what I love to do, obviously, as well. And it it, it makes me... It makes me sad that there's these other ones out there where the those people will kind of think, well, I'm not going to do this because there's always already famous people doing it. So yeah, I wonder how much it will take away. It, it, take it, it took it away for me, for sure. But also just my life has been, I mean, I work six days a week right now. I don't have time to listen to podcasts and I feel kind of bummed about that. But also I've been leaning so much into music and it makes me feel so much better too. So I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at with that, but. Yeah. I remember probably about 10 years ago when podcast one started to be a thing um, mm-hmm. and they had like the shack podcast and in, in particular, like the Snooky podcast. Oof, and I was like, yes, I I'm sure they're both entertaining people. They probably had good episodes. Right. Um, I, I know like shack is like NBA commentary or whatever. So I'm sure they're, they're both, I'm sure the actual podcasts were fine. But even just hearing ads for those, I was like, "It's mm. you're clearly just trying to do something because a celebrity's name is attached to it. And yes. I don't love that. Yeah, I don't love it. And it takes away from the, the whole medium to me of what it started as. But also that's it's, we don't own it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, radio has been around forever and there's, you know, nobody's and somebody's doing it all. Yeah, it's true. I do like just because I've been listening to podcasts for a long time, I do, to me, podcasting is very much a, you know, maybe you develop a following or whatever, or maybe you're on a podcast network, but it's, it is very uncorporate. It yeah. is very amateur, but not in a derogatory way. It's yes. it's like podcast famous. That's different than real famous to me. And I have more of an appreciation to it, of it. Yeah. Like, like, like a Kevin Porter and a, a Demi, like, they're yeah. famous to me. If you say those names to people on the street, they're like, who? Exactly. Yeah. Also, yeah, so Jesse talked about sort of making maximum fun like a, a worker owned mm, co op. Yes. Which I thought all oh, that was very interesting. But he also talked about, <laughs> I think his father in law like owned a worker owned co op like tool store or a uh, or home improvement shop or something in Hawaii, which sounds like live in the dream. That's, uh, yeah, that's, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Also, his dad, he had an anti-war vets coffee shop <laughs> called the something Pentagon? like that yeah <laughs> interesting i this dude sounds like an interesting i would wouldn't mind hearing more about that but allison and jesse connected on the loss of their dads and um so that was interesting to hear i feel like she's connecting with a lot of people on that level yeah i think i think recently with todd uh yeah may have listened to that i did not i did not i'm actually thinking about rejoining the patreon just to sort mm. of catch up on some stuff I forgot that it's a Patreon only uh, show. Yep. Speaking of forgotten, Tony was forty six minutes in. Forgot Tony again. <laughs> Back to the uh, the old ways. Nice, a nice little uh, throwback. A little little nod. <laughs> Glad you're back, Tony. You're totally forgotten. <laughs> forgotten, um, but not forgotten. Yeah, but who? Yeah, 
I got a lot of good feelings around Jesse being on. I like him as a person. And he and, of course, Jordan have great rapport together. Their dynamic is great on the show. But you went to see, was it Jordan and Jesse go where Allison was a, a guest? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. I think that was, I've seen them. I saw them then and at Sketchfest. Yes. I want to say, I think that's the only time I've seen Yeah. Them. Okay. I so we were, one more time. that was when we all went to go see them at yeah. Sketchfest and they threw it's it's out to the crowd so yes, he mentioned did. it's it's on this on this show and Allison was like what are those I'm like you were literally there <laughs> but it's it's are pretty delicious it's funny that they as much as everyone hates an oatmeal cookie that they would use oatmeal cookies for an ice cream sandwich is kind of strange but they're a delicious uh treat obviously it sounds like like a genius move. I feel like oatmeal cookie mixed Fair. with like an ice cream sandwich is even if you don't like oatmeal cookies, I, f- I think you'd probably give that one a try. Yeah, they are quite delicious. Very regional food for the Bay Area. I got to I after the show, I was waiting for I had to leave you guys really quickly because the Twin Peaks was doing some. Oh, yeah. Was that the music thing? Yeah. So it was like yeah. music, but then they were going to have some of the stars there for a meet and greet. And a bunch of people I had not met yet at the uh, festivals. So I was so excited. So I had to bail quickly. So I'm out waiting for my Uber and Jesse Thorne was next to me. I think he was waiting for an Uber as well. And I was like, Hey, great show. <laughs> it was like one of those things where you're like, I want to say more, but like, what do you say? And I was just like, that was a really good show. And he's like, no, oh, thanks. Yeah. And, and I was just like, so it was like two like ships and then, all right, peace out. And, <laughs> and then I went to my twin pigs and just was like fucking starstruck that was what a magical time those little like things which we'll talk a little bit more about it on the thursday show with fan letters but this accessibility to the the people that you're a fan of is is quite different than it used to be and um i'm so grateful for these moments that i've had yeah you're not gonna get that with uh john krasinski or whatever whoever (laughs) As a podcast now. Oh, you're uh, Ted Kaczynski pen pal? <laughs> no, I feel I, I, he's probably not going to write you back at this point. I think he's well, uh, otherwise. <laughs> if he is alarming, if he did. Maybe in a medium uh, setting. Hmm. So uh, Jesse also towards the end was just saying to have grace and for yourself and give yourself peace. And certainly something that I've been trying to do and being mindful of it. Even though in the in the beginning, I really felt like I don't deserve it. I'm not this. Blah, 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 blah. And going through this like narrative narrative of negative, having this positive affirmations, even though I felt silly doing it in the beginning. Now I look forward to doing it every morning and I continue to sort of seek out this sort of positive outlook on everything. And I, first of all, I am a very positive person. I'm not negative, but op- and optimistic. I I don't think I was, I still was always dwelling in the negative side of, of things, but I, even though there's so many bad things, I still have like this optimistic outlook on things. And I do think that thinking positively and saying things out loud and putting it out there has really given me uh, a return in a great way. Yeah, there's a song. I don't know who it's by. Is it Paramore? It's something. It's from like a, a specific era of like music of alt alt rock, sort of a pop punk where all the song titles were very long. Um, mm. But it's it's called. But the songs were very short. No, uh, it's not No Effects. No, it's a different. Oh, um, <laughs> no, sure name Lagwagon. <laughs> the name of the song is for a pessimist. I'm pretty optimistic. I, I forget even who it's by. I never wanted to say 
That's how I feel often. Like I, I, uh, for someone who definitely sees, who reflexively will see the negative in a lot of things, I also do have a sense that uh, things in general often kind of work out and bad things aren't the end of the world. Even if I don't necessarily feel that way about myself all the time, uh, I, I do, I do have some sort of, I do have a positive sense, I think, maybe about. About everyone else, at least about no. the world in general. I definitely had an easier time being positive for everybody else, but being it for myself has definitely been something where I was like, all right, let's stand up and start treating yourself the way others have been treating you or the way other people think about you and the way you think about others. You deserve it, Trace. Uh, all right. All right. You all do. Right, I guess. Sure. You do. Sure. Uh, yeah all right i'll buy that <laughs> for a dollar so we only have one jama which was on this uh episode which we could maybe talk about and they had to go fuck yourself but is there anything else from monday yes a few things first of all okay. i should say overall i liked this episode i liked hearing jesse on i think there was obviously a lot of talk about sad things and his dad passing yeah. away and hospice and all that and his father not knowing or remembering that he was in hospice which mm. is sad but also maybe the best way to do yes, it if you yes, got to choose yes uh but i i did enjoy the episode a lot i think uh i was glad to hear jesse on also because i i don't listen to uh jordan jesse go that that often maybe a couple times a year sort of dependent on guest but i do kind of always like it when i do listen so it, it was it's nice always to hear. fun jesse is just you're right this episode was a little bit i wouldn't say it was a downer it was maybe topics weren't as you know super fun yeah, but in heavy. general he's very you know witty and funny and you know smart so he's always good to be on it'd be fun to have him and jordan on a thursday episode yeah i i remember listening to one one time when allison was on their show so they were doing like i think i forget it was like a listener submission thing but a motto for the podcast for the year mm. and one jordan suggested was destroy the brain stem which I, I don't know why this came up. Some way of talking about killing people or something or like really killing it. So he decided to destroy the brainstem was part of the, the motto. And I just I just think destroy the brainstem on occasion. Just uh, I just imagine them because Jesse's reaction was like, excuse me. And then Jordan was like, destroy the brainstem. And he's like, excuse me. Um, and I, I remember that just on occasion. Whenever I think about that show. Anyway, so a couple things they talked about yes. that have come up on this show before. Mm. Allison talked about maybe getting a tattoo again and mentioned getting her dad's duck as a signature. Yes, yes. Uh, which I think was a, a, a suggestion that we agreed on. And I, yeah. we, we never posted a poll or anything, but I feel like most That's of the BFFers just... would have, would have yeah. agreed on that one if we had to choose. That's such uh, a good idea. It's perfect. Yeah. And if you're right. only going to have one tattoo, which also I find very sexy if someone has one, just one tattoo. Not that I'm trying to jump their bones. What I mean is like, if I see somebody... We know you have sex with anyone with one tattoo. That's what you said. You just said it. There's no use denying it. 
sometimes I see like a woman, I'll say, and they just have like, oh, one All right. like tattoo. And I'm like, wow, that's really sexy. Anyway, I think it's very like, or cute just to have one very meaningful tattoo. I think that's very special. Yeah. Um, destroy the brainstem. Everyone get your tattoo. There... You can get that on your fingers. Just overlap. <laughs> Yeah, you'd have it'd be in rows. You'd have to yeah. go back like a. You've got three. There's knuckles. You could just do one on each. Yeah, start on the second knuckle, so it'd be like an indentation, like the beginning of a paragraph. Oh, Jesse talked about always like in his improv group with Jordan or other sort of things being the second most talented, but the first most dad, like as far as being <laughs> the one who plans everything and mm. gets everyone together and all that kind of stuff, which I thought was interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, twice, at least twice, he said, give a care, which struck me as very, oh, like, my person gosh. with kids kind of I language. I don't even, did I write that? I think I did, because I was like, I haven't heard that since I was a kid. Yeah. Give a care? I was like, what? That That's, A, to me, yes, also very, like, 90s childhood thing. But very also, 90s childhood, yes. But also, like, I, I was like, oh, he has kids, that's why. He probably says like replacements for swear words at home. And that's that's probably one of them. But like, who even says that anymore? Like, that's even... His kids, probably. I, but I, I should I ask the kids if they say it? I mean, it's just, I don't give a care. Like, that is such a 90s kid thing to say that I was like, oh my God, did I just hear that? Yeah, I, yeah, you know I hadn't I, heard I, that one in a long ass At time. some point, ask your kids. I'm curious to, to see if like Gen Z is, has even heard of yes. give a care. Also, oh, he talked about him and John, John Hodgman going to Denmark. A lot of Denmark chat the last couple yes. of episodes. What a lot of what's up, Danes? I don't think we have any Danish people listening. If you've ever been to Denmark, to. post in the BFF uh, Please Facebook. Please do. Group. And um, I would happily come out your way because <laughs> they were asking. Yeah. For it. <laughs> oh, he mentioned his dog, uh, Coco, who was sort of in the in the process of passing away, but he was sort of clinging on to and asked her to stay alive. And she Aww. did, which I thought was very sweet. And also mentioned his other dog, uh, Sissy, which, you know, I, I always find it funny when people talk about how much they love their dog and how but important they were to them. Sure. And then like, also I have this other dog who's like clearly the less, the lesser, the less yes. favorite. It's um, just a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah. entertaining to me. Um, and also a shout out to uh, Devin the Dude, which is, I thought it was like, like a very funny specific reference. This is was uh, him talking about having like a rapper month on Bullseye, which is his other podcast, which is a music and popular culture type podcast, um, which I, I don't think I've ever listened to. But based on guests, I think I probably should listen to it sometime in the future. I just thought it was cool that he mentioned to Devin the Dude, who uh, hip hop fans would know most famously from his contributions to Dr. Dre's 2001 album. That, Great album. Yeah, yeah, that is all for me. Okay, should we talk about the JMO and the Go Fuck Yourself? Yeah, I don't remember the Go Fuck Yourself. On okay, one. so the Go Fuck Yourself was Hey, Go Fuck Yourself Summer. <laughs> oh, fair enough. To the season of summer. It's funny because I definitely was starting to get the, we've mentioned it before, but this, and I said, I don't get the sad in winter. I do. I don't know what I was saying. I don't typically because we don't really get a real gloomy winter. It doesn't last too long. But this, I feel like we had rain into, up until June. We were having gloomy days. Um, not just gloomy days. It was just like rainy, kind of drizzly. It was very odd this year. And I was getting depressed. And I'm thinking like, I can't wait for the sunshine. I'm excited for summer. I can't wait to not be wearing layers of clothes 
I want to wear shorts and I want to bring out all my like cute clothes. And I don't know how many weeks in and I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> Goddamn heat. Uh, the sweltering and the humidity and the bullshit of this weather. I'm fucking over it. Go fuck yourself summer for sure. Also, I didn't do any of the fun summer shit. I usually go on some sort of fun trip. I usually go to the beach at least once. I usually do some stuff. I've been just working a lot, which also I have been enjoying that. But the heat, too much. It's too much. Yeah, I'm I'm more of a fall winter person than a summer person. Uh, I also, am a spring. I'm a spring. I don't mind a warm day. Like yeah. Jesse was saying, he grew up in the Bay Area. He, which he grew up Oakland, which I do love Oakland for certain reasons but i wouldn't want to live there but he mentioned santa cruz which he went to school with jordan there and that is a city that i forgot to mention before would love to live there if uh you know was rich and what have you but santa cruz is awesome and he was saying like you know there they would have a few days where it's 84 and that tops out that all summer so that's what he was used to for his summers because bay area is very different than it is you know in southern california or northern california but um well i mean that's northern but you know what i mean yeah you mentioned doing like the fun summer stuff and you know i haven't been to a swimming pool in like 20 years i i think semi semi semi-regularly about it i just never actually get around to doing it Hmm. and there's places i could go if i thought about it not too hard i just never actually make the effort to go i just kind of suffer in the heat which yeah, is not that's not a good not plan good. that's not yeah. good especially if you have access to a pool so for me i don't have as much access but i am invited weekly in the summer to go typically exercise with the neighbors so usually we'll go every thursday and go do our little aquabats and it's so much fun and it's like great to be in a pool but for so many years i had this is the year i'm going to be comfortable and just go in the pool even though I was super uncomfortable with my body, but like, who fucking cares? Like finally, like just be comfortable. And I never did. I never, ever did. So every single time I had access to a pool, I was always still sitting on the side, not going in. Once I lost weight, I definitely started going in more often and just being, you know, obviously, obviously I was more comfortable so I could go do that. But one thing that I don't know if you've seen this, which would be so much fun. And I completely forgot about where you could like rent people's pools. That's, is interesting like an air not like an airbnb but like a yeah like pool rental water bnb yes like you could just like rent their backyard basically Hmm. so i've seen it where it's just like you go it's like hourly just go rent somebody's pool out like how fun would that be although the insurance on their level i can't imagine but like still it's i'm sure it's under the table i'm sure it's like Mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's understood walk it off um but yeah how that would be so much fun to have like a pool party to to Cause I was thinking about, oh, maybe I'll ask a neighbor to have a, a party in their backyard. And it's like, that's way too much to ask of somebody. Maybe one year we'll have a BFF pool party. And I feel like the body dysmorphia would put a, a clamp on that one. Um, I feel like there'd be a lot of, I, I think the thing you talked about of being, not yeah. being comfortable in your body, which would stop people. But I would say, listen, we're all dying. Everyone get in the pool. You probably- <laughs> You know Hopefully what I mean? Hopefully not today, but yes. Yeah, even so, you're easy to get out if you're, you know what I mean? The water makes true. it easy to lift a dead body out of you. Know? That is true. Yeah. Yeah, I sh- I should do that. I. You really it, should. Yeah. It's, it feels so good. Yeah. And I'm saying this as someone that didn't go in on the times that I could. 
when you're in the pool, no one can see what's going on. And it, the feeling it's is, true. is so good. It outweighs the moments before and after that are just the uncomfortable parts. Yeah. I mean, throw a shirt on if you got it. Oh, uh, please. I was T-shirt girl when I was a kid because I was chubby. And like that does not cover anything up. It just makes you stand out more. It becomes a wet t-shirt contest, <laughs> yes. actually. A little fat wet t-shirt contest. Yeah. Listen, I was t-shirt girl the last time I was at the beach, like uh, three, four years ago. So just get in the water if you want to get in the water. Let's not let's not put too yeah. many obstacles in our own way. I agree. Life Have is grace hard enough. Yeah. And give yourself peace. <laughs> also, uh, you know what? Don't worry. Don't, be Be the change you want to see in your own life and show the grace to yourself you show others i see people out there and i'm like i wish i had that kind of confidence like then do it then just same do it. i've even literally fake it till you make it kind of i have confidence. never judged a person never. based on like same. their weight or whatever at a pool or at the beach or never. exercising i'm or always any. like wow good for you i wouldn't be like well that's brave and say it to their face but in my mind i'm like wow that's pretty awesome <laughs> Li yeah literally if i have any thought about it at all it is like positive like this yes. person is same. working harder than i am yeah agreed and lastly, the JMO was uh, when Jesse goes into a parking garage, like a quiet parking garage, he just wants to nap. <laughs> I do not have this. I'm not a napper. When I And also, it must be nice to be a man and go into a parking garage. You feel safe enough to close your eyes. Like, wow. <laughs> but also, I don't nap. And in the morning, like I want I this is the other thing, because I am not a depressive. I go I go into the day like. I want to get shit done. Like, I don't want to go have a nap at eight 30 in the morning. Like, no, I want to like go get, I, and if I'm in a parking garage, chances are it's not for fun. It's probably in a doctor's office for some reasons. Like, let's just go get this over with. I don't want to sit and like make it any, I, I don't know. I'm not a napper also. And parking garages. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. His situation is a little different because he, that's where he works is has the parking garage. So he's there all the time. I do. I wouldn't. Do I don't quite share this JMO, but I I do relate to it as far as if it's quiet and cool, and you're tired. It seems like a pretty solid place to take a nap. Uh, I, I assume he doesn't mean at twelve at midnight. He's in a parking garage with one fluorescent bulb, which is kind of <laughs> like orange like David color. Lynch style. <laughs> yeah, in a black rain situation. I I, I think it's probably just a. I don't know. I I could see it. I could see it. I don't quite have it, but I see it. All right. I guess uh, that's all for Monday. I have one announcement, and that is I am, even though it's only August, I need something to look forward to. So I'm starting to plan the BFF Christmas annual Tam O'Shanter dinner. And especially, uh, so I reached out some of the local peeps to see what's good for them. That way we can start talking to the people that are out of town that need to make planning, you know, travel arrangements. We have landed on two dates tentatively leaning towards one. December 2nd is what it's looking like it's going to be. Uh, we're going between that and the 16th, but I think we're probably leaning towards the second. So pencil it in. Once we lock it down, which I'll probably lock it down soon, I can't make a reservation until 60 days out, but I, I'll literally do it on the day so I can. I don't have any doubts that we will get that day. I don't have an issue getting a reservation there. So yeah, December 2nd is what it looks like. So if anybody wants to join us, so it'll probably be December 2nd, a Saturday. We typically will get a room for the night poured mm. maybe before, after we come up with a plan, depending on people's timing. 
and who can join us. If people are coming from out of town, we can either try and get two nights at a hotel or have my house as an option for a night as well. And then we'll, uh, yeah, I'll Uber it out there and get drunk and be merry. Yeah, it is always a good time. It's fun. And I always, I don't know, I it, it's a fun outing. It's it is I enjoy hanging out with with everybody obviously but it it's nice to go to a thing and go to a, yeah. a restaurant that's like light fancy not like super like you know a, yes. a butler turning his nose up at you from a sitcom right. or something but it's it's a or a snooty French maitre d but it's <laughs> it feels like going out to to a restaurant to get something to eat in a yes. nice way it's a very family oriented. It, they decorate for Christmas, which is nice. We can usher in the holiday season and kind of get the feel, you know, that I'm craving and hoping to get this year. So that would be great to do it with you guys. And yeah, it's a great chance, an excuse to get dressed up. I had something I was going to wear last year, but I couldn't because of my arm. And so uh, I don't know right. if, <laughs> if I'm going to wear that or maybe even go bigger and better. Who knows? But it's always fun thing to do and usually i dress up and then cover up with coat so because it's freezing ass cold <laughs> but anyway lisa got an, an arm implant last time that's what, she, what yes, she's talking about i did i did yeah. I, had a, I have a fresh arm and yeah so hopefully you guys can all join us local people people from out of town more the merrier of course and you know the one time we ran into allison and daniel that was pretty awesome so that's always a chance to run into other allison people and her herself Although I think on the second, we probably won't run into her, but you know. Seems unlikely, but yes. Yes. All right. Shall we talk about Thursday? Let us. uh, No, I've decided (laughs) against it. This is good. We've given the people enough. Yeah, that's plenty. All right. We were her little pumpernickels sent in by me on Patreon. And I have to say, I started sending this in last week and I keep feeling like I'm sending it in too late, but the I keep two weeks in a row I did it. But the reason why I sent it in is because I heard the what it translates to. And I put that the first time. This time I did not put what it translates to in hopes that she would pick it because of the translation, but she did without even knowing that it means devil's farts. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Which I never knew. And I was like, ooh, that's a perfect carb. But happenstance, she picked it. Congratulations, guess... by the way. I'm going to some you. things real quick. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, it, there's a whole backstory on it based on the fact that it was like a subpar bread and given to the animals and supposedly makes you fart. I don't know. That is super loosely defined, but it's one of my favorite breads. Pumpernickel is delicious. Squaw, pumpernickel, sourdough. Yes, I want it all. There are certain breads that I get mixed up, like a... Like a... What's the, like rye, rye and pumpernickel? Yes. Like, and yeah. I do think that I sometimes confuse pumpernickel and squaw bread because they're both a brown bread, but I think squaw is more sweet and pumpernickel maybe leans more towards the rye-ish side of things. I think it gets a bad rap, but it's delish. It's And I do like a rye bread, but it has to, has to be, you know, right time, right place. You know, a lot of corned beef, a lot of Thousand Island, a lot of dripping with good stuff. Although I'd rather have a sourdough Reuben. And I'm sure I would it'd be sacrilege if I went to Cantor's and asked for that, but whatever. I, I, well, I'm sure you, you're probably not the first person to ask for it. Probably not. Let's see. Okay. So 
Robin, Daniel, and Tony were on this week. I guess a few people had to bow out, and we got Robin in exchange for these uh, bow outers. And I say, like, uh, more Robin all the time. More Robin. Hashtag more Robin. I'm looking yeah. up Pumpernickel. There, okay. Yes. yes. Uh, sorry. Um, yes, <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, I love that she was on it. I no need to say that she's the replace of anybody. Like, it's fine. I, I, she's a great guest, and I, we've talked about it for weeks that she should be a regular anyway, and um, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I again would would be interested in like a Patreon bonus episode with Robin. I feel like Absolutely. she. I was listening. One of my notes is like Robin is like the best possible version of like a star fucker. Like she's always talking <laughs> about these celebrity yes. people who she knows, but it's always yes. delightful and I enjoy it. And she's pleasant. True. She, she drops names and it's, it's not off putting. You're right. I never thought about that. Yeah. She's more, she, cause she's so down to earth about it where it's like, yeah, this is, this is my life. Even though like I just step back, you know, ass backwards into it, not, you know, whatever. But I think I told you what show was I watching when I saw her name in the credits. I was like, Oh, Oh, nice. You know, wow. Okay. You know, I forgot what it was, but the middle maybe. Mm, No, I, that's a great show though, but no, it was more recent. Hmm. Shit. I don't remember what it was obviously very memorable and great. No, it was, but they made jokes about her just living there and, and then, Turned into because her uh, Allison's kids are not sleeping in their own rooms that there's available beds. And much like I'm always like, I've got available bed, my bed's available. Then Robin was like, No, let's have a friends and family bed, which I started funny enough. Like, we've all like basically been in bed together. <laughs> there's friends and family here amongst yes. this group <laughs> for, uh, for the listener in like, uh, that's not like been a, in bed with us. Yeah, I mean, yes, in like, uh, in a friends and family kind of way. Yes, it's very friendly. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well. Oh my god! And then Daniel was saying that uh, he—I forgot how he went into a house, or his friend had a house, or bought they rented out whatever it was, and they had like a room that was set up as one entire like custom mattress was the floor. And I've had this thought before of like wanting to do this is just having like one big mattress and just like pillows everywhere. Kind of like an I dream a genie, like bottom of the bottle yeah. pillows. And then, but like the whole floor is just mattress. So I didn't realize that's something that people actually do. Although the thought of walking across it, that is off-putting. There needs to be maybe like a little pathway or something where you just like roll over to like where you just like walk out. I don't want to be walking on a mattress. That's a little weird. Yeah. You also need like, is it, this is a rich person thing. You need a giant yeah. room for that to work. Really? So maybe you just have the mattress room. Like sometimes you're in the mood for mattress room <laughs> when you have friends and um, family. <laughs> I think that was a Playboy TV show for a while. I don't know. Mattress room. Romper room. <laughs> That's my own kind of romper room. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say. And then I you look in you. a mirror and I'm like, I see blank and I see blank and I'm not going to name names and names and names. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. It's funny you mentioned Ice Room of Genie. Yeah, the... the old that's a good mental image of of just a giant like maybe circular bed or depending yes. however you want it laid out so like the 60s they had and 50s they definitely had i mean, I mean you can get them now but circular beds and sometimes i'll go to estate sales and they'll have a circular bed like all and i'm like i'm dying i just want to buy this thing i especially want one like cheetah print round bed need it i don't know if i need it to spin but anyway <laughs> Around bed, yes, please. It would be fun if it's it's fun. 
yeah i'm obviously get on the carousel i don't know what i was gonna say How sure you're gonna put a little like coin box next to it where they put in a quarter just for fun that would be fun (laughs) but yeah so my room is decorated in in sort of a slight moroccan i have like lanterns and stuff and pillows i like a lot of pillows so i it's definitely has a genie-esque nod but i would like Mm. to go full bore just even if it was just like a whole like corner of the room where it's like a couch slash bed combination situation that'd be pretty rad it seems in a regular house in a regular room it seems uh difficult to do practically even just getting like an oversized mattress into the room true it has to fit Be through a regular size door yeah. yeah or built into yeah well you know don't dash my dreams but if i had f you money you better believe i would have like a mattress house <laughs> this roll for room to room. a giant bouncy castle but with mattresses <laughs> yeah <laughs> name that show uh I couldn't quite hear it well. Oh, okay. So the last time you and I recorded, we were chatting. It was the dawn before hurricane. And so we were on hurricane watch. I had the garage door open, which I forgot to do today, which is like silly me, but we don't have a hurricane to Bruin. But I was definitely like scared and excited for all of it. And it ended up being sort of a lackluster kind of a, it was kind of drizzly and drizzle to rain constant all day long on Sunday. And then hearing all of these things that were going to happen and none of it happened. There were a few shows that got canceled. I think I mentioned due to, to wind and we did not have any wind until maybe towards the end of it. There was a little bit where I'm like, Oh, it's starting to pick up. Something's happening. And then nope, nothing happened. But yeah. What about your way? We did get a little rain. I remember being woken up at like five in the morning by some rain. Mm. So it rained kind of overnight into the morning, which was nice because it was 90 something degrees a couple of days before and a couple of days after. So it was a nice little cool down. Uh, I could have used a little more rain, frankly, a little little bit of that. But yeah, nothing, absolutely. nothing too serious up here. Did you, was the earthquake far from you guys? It was. Or... Ojai mm-hmm. is, I think it's like a, it's like three or four hours north, maybe five. It's a place I've always wanted to visit, but um, no, I didn't feel any of it. I, I heard, I hear about all of my news typically uh, when my daughter is taking a shower or in the bathroom. Like we get group texts for my son and I get group texts from her. Like apparently that's when she's looking at the news. <laughs> but I'll, I'll see like oh, there was an earthquake in Ohio, and I'm like, what? And oh, there's a shooting at Cook's Corner. I'm like, what? Ah, uh, yes. Like, what are we doing in there? Yeah. <laughs> There was a shooting in Orange County somewhere. Yeah, like, I've my car club and I, we have definitely gone to that, out to the canyon, to that bar. Mm. And yeah, that's pretty close. Pretty, it, It's a pretty famous bar around here as a biker bar. Not much shit has gone down there. I think it's mostly weekend warriors hanging out there now. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's fucking scary and sad. I, yeah. It, it was a domestic situation not a random thing but still yeah it was an ex-cop who yeah every time i go to any sort of show i always think please don't let there be some sort of estranged wife also i can't imagine being like that i love is a stretch i can't imagine being that obsessed with somebody that you're gonna take these desperate measures like all right yeah I think it's more to do with seeing yourself as a victim, probably. Mm. Like, I think most... Mentally insane. 
I mean, no, because um, I think legally insanity would mean like not responsible for your own actions or not privy to, you know, no longer having a sense of right and wrong. Whereas this is like more uh, narcissism of anything. Like, I think I would bet most guys who shoot their wife or ex-wife or whatever probably think, well, she made me do this. It's probably yeah, fits fair. pretty well into like a classic abusive uh, partner kind of. Strangely thinking. enough, though, he got killed by the cops. The wife is looking like she's going to survive. Great. Yeah. But her yeah. friend, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the whole thing is just ugh. people. Come on. Get your shit together. Like me. What? I mean, relatively, you, you're not I shooting mean, anybody. You're... That is true. Yeah. I am not obsessive about anybody. <laughs> Yeah, right. Will Your dreams you... say otherwise, but sure. <laughs> I'm sure they're saying something exactly, and I know what they're saying, but it came out in a real different way, unfortunately. I'm going to yeah. go to you for topics this time for Thursday. What? Ooh. Yeah. It's like, let's let's talk about what you want to talk about. Okay. Well, other than, uh, you know, nice, nice. Glad to have the hurricane update that, you you know, your roof didn't get torn off or anything like that. I, this is the thing I was like, my butt was puckering because I thought, well, this is the time we're going to find out if we have any leaks. <laughs> and yep, it's like, <sighs> with everything that goes on in my life, the shit storm, I'm like, this is what's going to happen. But also I try, like I said before, try not to think negatively, but those are the times that it does happen. So I, it crossed my mind of like, of course it's going to happen now. But I also was like, well, if it does, then <laughs> guess what? I guess we're gonna get some duct tape <laughs> and yeah. uh, patch it up because I ain't got no money for that. <laughs> I mean, when it's a couple hours before a hurricane, you can't really do that. You can't, you're not gonna, there's, you have a limited number of options at that point. Right. I guess I you can climb up to the roof and put a general, tarp on there, maybe. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And speaking of ta- climbing on roofs, uh, mm-hmm. it is definitely something that that scares me men do seem in general to be very comfortable to just hop up on the roof and i'm like the entire time like watching it happen and i'm not a roof person i also have this like idea because you see my roof whenever i'm out front I kind of i've not been up there (laughs) no but you've seen the layout my house looks like it's like very long and straight and i always i mean it's still at a slant but i have this like it looks like perfect to put a little patio up there. Like it would be so much fun to like make a little sitting area, but also kind of creepy and uh, perchy to be up there in a turret. In a turret, hell yeah! (laughs) But I think it'd be so cool. I mean, uh, there's an an alcohol risk. You have to really put some. uh... Why would you even think? (laughs) Listen, I've I've been to your house, as you said before. I, I, you know. Some safety railing, some other precautions, but yes, I. Fair. It does sound very cool to be able to at like roof level and just survey the neighborhood a little bit. It would be very cool to sit up there. I I did live in a house that had that. Daniel was saying I think he had a friend that had it or somebody. Maybe Allison had a friend, but Allison has been to a house that had a rooftop patio because that was a house that I lived at, and in Anaheim we lived very close to Disneyland, so when it was time for the fireworks, we would, there was a ladder that was up on the side of the, it was just a built, built onto the house. So it wasn't like a rickety old ladder. It was just like a ladder you climb up to the roof and it was just a flat patio up there. Like the entire roof was just enclosed, which was like super awesome. I just had like this railing that went around wooden, like it wasn't like see-through or anything. So it was like, 
part it was like the roof just like had a big giant lip on, instead of like it just being short so it's just big flat roof and we sit up there and just watch the fireworks from up there or just you know hung out it was awesome it's uh, hung out there more often actually i think yeah. there was i think we might have put a table on chairs up there possibly i'm not sure but i wonder if she ever went up there i was, I was thinking about messaging her it does sound so i am on the fourth floor of an apartment building i do not have roof access if anyone else had roof access i would hear them constantly because they would mm. be clomping on my ceiling basically yes it is as someone who's on the fourth floor it is nice to just be able to look out the window every once in a while and yeah. see all the trees and the tops of buildings and everything it's it is it is nice to have a little bit of a a higher view i do have like a love of like a rooftop bar a rooftop restaurant something very romantic about that and especially being in this state where the the weather is pretty much perfect all the time having more outdoor everything is something we should have so whenever i see that it's always like ooh, let's let's try and go there <laughs> yeah i don't think now that i think about it, i don't think i've ever been to like a rooftop anything i've been to like a you know somewhere with two stories or whatever and they have a patio and you can right. drink on the patio or congregate or whatever i don't think i've been to any kind of rooftop anything like that would be la would be definitely cool. has a couple of things but i know like the rio has a rooftop bar in vegas that was pretty cool but um yeah definitely in in la there there are a few spots and it's something I forget about. And then when I hear there's a rooftop, anything I'm like, ooh, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, speaking of being on the roof, this is a, there was something that went viral like a couple months ago about basically this woman was asking her male friends, like, do you think you could fly a 747 if you had to? Like, oh, okay. these are people who are not pilots who do not know anything. And like most of her male friends were like, yeah, I, I think I could figure it out, which is, uh, um, I don't know if you've seen like the flight deck of a like a, a jetliner, like a 747. There's a lot of it is not an intuitive process, but this is how it reminded me of guys being on the roof. And it's like people are like, well, I think Daniel was like, I don't have like bad balance or anything. I think I can figure out. It, yeah, it, but yeah, but what if it's slippery, dude? You're like, I, yes, it's not about how good your balance is exactly. And by it's, the way, have you, you ever tripped in your life before? Have you yeah. ever? had a misstep ever once. you literally don't know what's up there no. and like one of the most common ways particularly like older men get injured is falling off of a ladder or having oh my a god the, in my neighborhood scene just just the other day i was leaving and my neighbor's adult son was out on the roof and they are have the only two-story house on our street and he's up there walking around and it was just like one of those jarring things where I'm like oh there's a person on the roof okay but also i'm like please don't please just don't fall yeah, like, it is huh? God. It, one of those things that is because it doesn't seem very dangerous is why it's dangerous. People are yeah. maybe a little overconfident about like my uh, neighbor, my other neighbor, train Rick, who definitely had center of gravity was it really could have pulled him. And also he's older and a little too overconfident and just and drunk and probably drunk, most likely. And on whoever knows who knows what else kind of pills, but roof guy he'd be on top of his rv clean like he's that guy you know what i mean where it's like dude and then i was also kind of wishing it would happen <laughs> that's a shame but not in front of me i don't want to be scarred for life anymore yeah. than i have to be but, find I mean, out the next day when his wife finds his body i guess i don't know yeah thank you or her his one of his dumb dogs trips on <laughs> over him <laughs> i feel like the dogs aren't to blame i don't know mm, they're inbreds sure the, the dogs are the owners both oh my god for sure both after seeing that gene pool it's pretty shallow i was like um 
anyway, over here. Yeah, go. It is Trice's topics. show right now. More topics. Um, go, go. <laughs> uh, so a lot of dental stuff this episode. Allison talked about getting Invis- Invisalign. And mm. just the day before, a few days before, I was listening to a podcast where one of the hosts was talking about the terrible experience they had oh, with no. Invisalign. Just because it made their teeth feel all loose, which sounds like a nightmare. A literal uh, nightmare I've had. Yeah. Besides yeah. sleeping with a BFF. Wow. Now it's a nightmare. Uh, I think you're overcompensating. <laughs> I think you loved it. And now you're trying to backtrack. Um, but yeah, the, the I don't know, that that seems, the, the whole retainer thing, Invisalign thing, seems like it could be extremely uncomfortable. And I don't know how much it is worth it. I guess yeah. it, it has worked out in the past for Allison, maybe, at least temporarily or for a couple of years before she felt like she had to do it again. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she seems to have perfect teeth color and shape and everything smile great so i don't know what was needed but also i feel like braces and retainers were such a rich person thing Hmm. growing up like it that i always equated and honestly any kind of dental anything i equate with being rich and if you have any kind of dental issues i feel instantly poor (laughs) it does feel that like yeah even if yeah aside from the actual like whatever your income is dental yes. issues does feel like a, a lower or working class thing yes. that you have to yeah i never had braces or a retainer mm-hmm. um, oh we can tell lisa lisa ah! we can tell <laughs> but can they, eat, eat an apple through a, a fence <laughs> uh they did talk about adult braces and allison was like yeah when i see someone with adult braces i feel like oh isn't that so sad for them i'm kind of with daniel i don't yeah. i a i do not have that reaction at all but i it's interesting. I only have ever seen women with adult braces. Yeah. I, mm, I yeah, a majority for me as well. Some men, but yeah, it's a, a woman thing. I, I do have, I'm somewhere in between Allison and Daniel where I'm like, good for you, but also like, really, do we need to at this point? One foot in the grave while you uh, changing the deck chairs on the Titanic? Yeah. Um, no. I, I, I mean, how I, bad was it? <laughs> that, I don't I, share I don't that view for the record. My but- mom did get braces when she was. I, in my mind she was so so old but like we were living in texas still so i was she was between 26 and 30 yeah it's not old um yeah i don't also adult braces not a i've i don't think of it as like a bad look either it's just no, like oh you got braces like yeah cute, but yeah also i feel weird saying it's cute because it seems like a, a like yeah. a, a youth thing yes i don't want to sound like some sort like of like patting by someone accident, on the but head oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry, you're not an accidental pervert. You're uh, an intentional one. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah, a lot of dental talk. Uh, Robin talked about her retainer popping out on a date, which I thought was very funny. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny if you're someone else hearing the story. If it yes, actually happened to you, yes. you'd you'd be freaking out. And also her her dentist or orthodontist or whatever hitting on her, yeah. her like childhood dentist. That is like disturbing. Who turned into ponytail divorce guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I don't know if you know this, but dudes are creeps. Brit, I, this just in. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not great. We could be doing better, I feel like. Yeah, especially I don't know. I almost said like especially back in the day, but this probably was like in the nineties. He could have, he should have known better. Yeah, for sure. Maybe even early two thousands. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, 
like on paper i get it like this is an attractive person who you're seeing and like you're asking them out or whatever but, but also, also like someone that saw your teeth and wants to ask you on a date that says something too i would be like huh <laughs> that's what? almost like your gyno asking you out it's like <laughs> yeah i don't i i didn't even think of that part uh <laughs> Yeah, I've, if you're a dentist or an orthodontist or whatever, you probably are pretty, you probably are just like, oh, this person has, their incisors are in the right place or whatever. You, you're probably not I even you're gonna thinking you are going to say their insides it. are good, but like, yeah, if your insides are good, I'd be like, okay. It's like someone looking a at, compliment. A, at a horse at some point. I'm like, yeah, these everything seems in order. Anyway, I'd like to buy yeah. this horse <laughs> or take it out on a date or something. I don't know. Wow, yeah, that's, that's not a good, I don't, it, I, it makes me feel bad to hear that just because it's like just to that guy like you should have you should have known better like what's what's happening yeah you should have known better is uh, this is your patient also like you know her mom like it's very weird but i guess like let's go outside of the office and you know maybe talk more on i think that's what he was trying to do but yeah but also i feel like that's how people used to do it they used to be like Hey, your daughter is of a marriageable age or whatever. Bleh. And I'm a I'm a guy 25 years older than her, but I have money and I'll take care of her. It's a oh, there's the whole mm. the whole Reddit situation I was outlining to you guys oh, over text. We can yes. go into that at oh, some boy. point. But uh anyway, yeah. Yeah, a, a, an unpleasant situation. Yeah. There was a moment they were talking about earthquakes and stuff, and Dan Daniel was going on about how when you should stay inside versus go outside. Right. Because if you're outside during an earthquake, especially if there's, you have to worry about taller buildings and glass coming down on you and that sort of thing. And so stay inside. You're always told to go out or go under in a doorway. And then yeah, a doorway. Something. Maybe last year I heard, don't go under a doorway to go under Mm. a table. Mm -hmm. So I'm like this whole time, but also, yeah, earthquakes do freak me out. And obviously not enough to move to some like ungodly place that has like hurricanes and shit but i still kind of am unclear of like what you're supposed to do but when it does happen it's a lot of times a lot of times i think one's about to happen it's just my house settling i'm like is that is that one nope just cat getting on the bed or whatever <laughs> just a regular ghost that kind of thing yeah it's a regular ghost i told you about my, a ghost getting into bed with my sister same sort of thing like felt the bed and bed move like somebody was getting into bed hmm and whispered in her ear like oh Whoa. that's that's extra that's not a it's not yeah. a normal house settling kind of feeling no definitely not an earthquake either but yeah it, when it does happen it is also one happened when i took a when i was like oh i'm gonna i found like a vicodin like floating or rogue vicodin i was like oh i'm gonna have a little vacation and then i felt an earthquake and i was like is that the pill kicking in or like what is happening nope 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 i hear a chandelier moving in the other room like okay i've had different like earthquakes like one during getting a tattoo luckily the guy like immediately like stopped and like we looked at each other like oh yep then i looked at my tattoo like everything good (laughs) we're good Good reflectors yeah (laughs) yes and then another during the uh the northridge i was living with east coast jan at the time and her mom and i remember running into her room because like as a kid and when it was an earthquake, we all like would wake up and be like, everybody okay? Like checking on each other. I went into her room and I was like, there was an earthquake. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and like, go back to bed. Like I was the biggest idiot. <laughs> um, but that was a big one. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. famously, yeah. That's your big boy. Yeah. Speaking of uh, parking garages, you don't want to be in one. Ooh, see, that. and that's another thing. I don't, they, I think they freak me out too. Much like if you're, 
sitting in traffic, I think the Northridge quake is what made me not want to ever be under an overpass because yeah, I mean, being collapsed. on an overpass is also uh, well, a also dicey. not great. But whenever I'd be parked under one, I remember driving with my mom. I'd be like, "We're gonna get crushed. We're gonna get crushed. We're gonna get crushed." <laughs> if she like was stuck under one for you know at a light or something. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's a very traumatic thing for like an entire generation of people. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god, just seeing the footage of that is like holy shit. But also the San Francisco quake that turned into like the San Francisco fire. Like that's pretty insane too. Like seeing the pictures of that destruction. Oof. Yeah. So uh, so enjoy people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everywhere you live, there's something. There's volcanoes, there's hurricanes, there's tornadoes, sure, tornadoes there's yeah. you know, earth whatever it is. So you pick, I guess, choose your battles. Like there's my ex-wife. Am oh, I right, guys? Let's go to Cook's Corner. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Daniel was talking about how you should stay inside until you, unless you smell gas or something. And then Allison said, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I thought that was very funny. I like how he just kind of breezed over like, okay, I'm trying to have a PSA right now. She's like, same. <laughs> ah, I liked Robin's couch talk jingle. Um, yes. And then Allison was like, Tony, do something fun with that for once. <laughs> for once. Uh... Oh my God. Speaking of couch shopping, too because tony has an extra long couch i fucking love i i love a big couch and especially like the vintage like couches of like my yesteryear growing up like you had one couch it was and it was always seemed like a big giant couch and there was something about it so when we went couch shopping we have two living rooms we had to get two couches and i was not in charge of the one for the back living room which is the one where we all like hang out in when you guys are all here i fucking hate that couch and it's already falling apart you probably saw it the last time you're here it's, it's breaking uh, it's showing its age a little bit and it's like five years old so if oh I was wow to, that's if a, i was to get a vintage good. couch it would still it would be you know from the 50s 60s still be fucking rocking and rolling and be fine so yeah so it's getting worse and it's just terrible and i fucking hate it and the couch in the front room also has some issues but it looks at least better just the legs have been a wobbly like after and they're also five years old but they don't make things to fucking last at all and it's fucking disheartening to like spend that much money on a couch and have it just be falling to shit already if you go on joybird like they have the couches that i want and i feel like those will be the ones that will last a lifetime and i could be wrong who knows but they have these amazing couches and someday, someday, I will have the means to get a super rad couch. But in the meantime, I'll get somebody's like DNA couch off of Facebook Marketplace probably and just try and get something into that back room before the next group of recording, hopefully. Well, maybe in a state sale or something. You'll, you'll figure yeah. it out. But... I just never have extra money for any of that stuff. The other day I went for one day, I went to Joshua Tree just for the day. Uh, a friend actually was going to go work on a job on a job site and he was like do you want to just come with me and then we can just like go wander around the city after i'm like hell yeah because there's a bunch of like antique shops and you know cool places to wander around to so we did that and i found the super coolest couch but not good for either room it would be probably better for like the garage or something because it was small but i still think about it and i have a bunch of stuff i need to sell to make room in the garage but i think i might get it if it's still there if i can make the money and make the room it's like the super cool like has wagon wheels on the side oh <laughs> rag out yeah i am on joybird there's like uh not 
not uh, angled towards affordability exactly. No, We're talking not at all. Uh, four grand for a, yes. a like a sectional. Yeah. But I have to say, the piece of shit that I paid, it was like five thousand or something stupid for something that mm. lasted not even five years. By the way, I did pay for the warranty or whatever. Yeah. So it was like a five year warranty and it started falling apart like right in 2020, right when like you couldn't do anything. Ah. And then when I was like, okay, now once we, we kind of understood what was going on in the world, I was like, I'm going to go find the receipt, look into it. And it was like, oh, cool. That, that ship has sailed. It's done. Like we're not yeah. covered anymore. Like, perfect. Yeah. I mean, listen, size wise, it is good. It is not uh past a durability test. No, also, Hmm. Certain and couches... I also don't like a modular couch because if they don't stay together, then they mm -hmm. start separating. Yeah. Couches before it was like one big piece of furniture that stuck together. Like I like the modular because you have the choice to like move it around and like be, you know, creative with how you put it. But then like it starts to spread out or fall apart or like the little, that's another thing. It started like coming apart because there's these latches that hold it together. So it started like, it's just the whole thing. It's too many working parts. Yeah. Yeah. Also the, the, yeah, listen, uh, with Couch Talk is a different podcast. We'll have to wait till Allison starts that one until we have an official Couch Talk segment. But I do, when I see those, I also am like, how do you clean those exactly? Because it's, it's especially given that the they don't seem to be super durable. Like, I feel like they'll kind of fall apart while, while you're cleaning them. And while it does, like the leather or faux leather or whatever is yeah. good, like texture-wise, it doesn't hold up. Like, and that's well not my kind couch. of couch either. I like a cloth couch. I like it soft. I like it squishy and cushy and like a nice warm Same. hug. Yeah. So I, I was not, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was not in charge of, of that one. I was just like, I know what style the other person wants and so oh we're just going to find the one that looks the least like the seats in an old van because i fucking hate those kinds of couches i don't like recliners i don't like any of it i hate it i understand the comfortability but like go lay in bed then i don't know i don't like the other thing is it's like with vintage couches they aren't the most comfortable but i like the look of them enough that i would rather be uncomfortable which is like so crazy <laughs> well in fitting with the rest of your life up to this point <laughs> yeah so true well and then with joybird you have a comfortable mix of it has the mid-century modern like look to it but also looks very comfortable as well and durable durable and i think they have like they stand they have like certain fabrics that are like for people that have pets and animals, you know uh kids what have you yeah, that that makes sense. That's uh, yeah. I'm looking at a a leather sofa right now, which looks good, but also not not super comfortable looking. They'll also. send out like fabric samples, so I have all of them. So they have a lot of um, velvet ones, and there are just ones that I've fallen in love with. But someday, someday. Yeah, I I I uh, if you're having like a big sectional or a sofa or something i feel like it has to pass the laying down test it's like uh yeah, if yeah. your feet are hanging too much over the side or something like that it, yes. they're over the arm it's it's a little you lose points even if it, it looks Agreed. good yeah. yes oh so uh robin went to her like actors her child actor reunion thing which is a very cool experience for her i'm glad she had that daniel mentioned going to um like film school reunions and stuff that were not just like regular school reunions, but based on a, a sort of specific experience that people had together and how that was like much better than just a regular high school reunion or something like that or a college reunion, which is very interesting. I'm 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 glad Robin had a good time. It was cool to hear updates about how everyone was doing. And 
the sort of gossip about people who I do not know at all. Um, right same yeah also vaguely if they mentioned who they played on the show then i was like okay kind of some of of the names were familiar but i i couldn't pick any of these people out of the lineup but it was she also talked about other people who went to her school including allison mack and danny masterson who for for the listener so allison mack was the lady from nexium the whole branding call yeah that's unfortunate unfortunate um and uh danny masterson you would was best known from that 70s show he played Hyde, the guy with the curly hair and the glasses who was also a sex criminal okay turned out so yeah it's a not uh not a perfect batting average but it very interesting to hear you know that they all that she was kind of in the same circle a little bit and she went to a danny masterson's prom or something yeah that was pretty interesting I do like this idea. I When I hear the word reunion, I think high school. I rarely even think of college. I think high school reunion. But yeah. it is interesting, her talking about this whole child star reunion situation and Daniel talking about different groups of people or different life times that you've had. Because you think about your life, it's made up of a bunch of different little lifetimes, different eras of your life that you've mm-hmm. lived. And so to go back and have this group of people where you have a reunion or that group. And I do feel like, when we have our meetups, it is sort of a reunion for a lot of us because we'd only see each other once a year sometimes. Um, so it does have that feel of like all being together and, you know, reminiscing on like, where are you now? Like what's going on? And, but it would, what other things or groups in your life could you go back to? I do feel like I could go back to, huh, maybe groups of friends. I'm trying to think of like different like eras of my life, but I don't know. Maybe Twin Peaks, like a a Twin Peaks thing would be a a reunion of sorts when we would all get together once a year for that. But I wasn't super as close with those people. They wouldn't be like, oh, I remember you. (laughs) I mean, some of the stars might. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I listen. Wink, wink. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Just kidding. Look look out, uh, Michael Iron. Look out, one one armed man. Oh, God, I wish. I only met him once. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> yes um yeah i would think in groups of friends is probably where my mind would go back to as far as reunions of you know people who you used to spend time with not necessarily by institution but yeah uh daniel was talking about his birthday and mm. <laughs> he was sort of down on it and robin was like eh, congratulations you lived which i thought was a, a funny way to talk about someone's 50th birthday but also accurate you did you did make it. You're it here. is literally something I say every single time. If someone says, like, like, if I say happy birthday to someone or talk about birthdays and how important they are to me, everyone's like, yeah, who cares? It's a birthday. Everyone has them. I'm like, not everybody. People that are dead don't have birthdays. So happy yep. birthday. And it's something to celebrate that you're fucking still alive. So to me, I don't care if you're, you know, an odd number, not just like a, it's the big, it's the, it's 50. It's the one. After, especially after COVID, there are certain things in life that have hit me like traumatic wise, where it's like every year is special. And like, not that it has to be special to, to you or to anybody else, but to me, every time it's my birthday, I feel like I made it, <laughs> you know? And I, yeah. I, and it is something to celebrate to me. And whether other people want to celebrate or not, it's not the important part. It's for me, it is, it, it's a life goal <laughs> to remain alive. Yeah. Perfect record so far. Exactly. And I am, you know, on the, on the cusp of 50, maybe the cusp would be 49. I'm going to be 48 in January. So I have that feeling of like, 
crazy that 50 used to seem so old and I don't feel like I'm an old person. Also, like Daniel was saying, like when back in the day, like people were when 50 were fucking ancient. They looked yeah. it too. And there's a lot of this whole like Gen X thing going around on like, of course, on TikTok and like everywhere about how like Gen, Gen Xers aren't aging. And of course, we love to say that. But there is a difference between Archie Bunker and Daniel and me. Archie Bunker is the same age as me, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I while well, I, there, there was some, I think it was like a, Oh, was it a meme that I just sent to East Coast Jen where Gen, Gen Xers were 50 at 30 and 30 at 50? Uh-huh. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, I kind of see that. Yeah. But also, especially with aging, now I have a different perspective as far as like when I see an old person, I'm like in their mind, they're 17. You're always going to be not 17, but like you're always going to maybe not feel like you're an 80 year old and you don't have to there are people for sure that lean into it and they are like whoa you are fucking 80 (laughs) but a lot of times i'm like being friends with so many people like at the elks lodge or wherever it was where i was friends with a lot of older people they don't feel their age they don't act their age in a good way it's like you don't have to accept that aging part of things it's just maybe your outer shell might eventually start looking older but you're always just feel as young as you think i believe yeah so like people often say like you know not everyone peaked in high school like that was the best mm-hmm. part of their life but that also not everyone peaked at you know 35 or true. like there's people who my true I think, valley was high school <laughs> i think there are people and you might be one of those people who let's say as they get closer to 50 or maybe more Da-da-da-da. where they want to be and yeah. more absolutely um have like this this whole new chapter in yes. their life i definitely um, feel like i'm I'm looking to coming into my own as maybe when I'm fit. And I don't know if I'm going to say like, that's the day I'm going to be a hundred percent person, (laughs) but I definitely feel like I'm, you're right. I'm starting a new chapter. I'm trying to grow and like become like a better person. And maybe someday, nope, not maybe I will be peaking. It's right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like the, it is not just about age. It's not just about like where you are on this number line. But if you think in terms of eras of your life, like I was, things were much rougher for me, like let's say in my early 20s or in my teens than they are now, like in my later 30s. So it's, it is, and maybe if I am fortunate, maybe when I'm closing in on 50 or 60, I'll be like, this is the best time of my life. Yes. So it it it, it is not a, you don't run out of time to be happy, really. Mm, I like that. You might I, lose re- relationships or certain things yes. might happen, but you don't mm. like the, the ability to find happiness and find sort of internal comfort with yourself is a yes. is a it is a stream that you sort of have to uh, you get into it when you get into it and not it is not a oh, if I had only done this when I was 25 or something. That's, I don't think, the older I get, the more I realize that's not really how life works. That's kind of the way a younger person would look at it. And I've definitely tried to gain or search happiness that somebody else is going to give me instead of finding it in myself. And I think I'm finally realizing, even though I knew that, I'm finally putting, you know, my money where my mouth is. Did I get it right that time? And trying to put the pedal to the metal. (laughs) Come the high water. Before the, ho- the yeah. cart, before the horse, the, yes. the, 
is to yeah. actually find happiness within myself to allow the outside happiness maybe to choose more wisely in the person that I put into my life. Because in my 20s, I had everything I could have wanted. But because I let somebody terrible into my life, I had a terrible time. And I could have had such a great experience in my life at that time, but I did it because of the person I chose to put into my life. But I still needed to find the happiness within myself, which I am learning. And I feel like I am every day a step closer. Yeah. I, as someone who, you know, from the outside viewing the the last couple years of what's been going on with you, that's, I I co-sign. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm signing off on the statement. Yeah. And I believe I will find true love, but I don't want to focus on that being my main goal. I want to find happiness within myself Good. and being a whole person to offer to someone else just as whole and great. Yeah. You yes. said whole a bunch of times, but I know. What you mean. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, wow. Holes, well, uh, I come in spurts. <laughs> all right. No need to. Didn't have to revisit that. or uh, No? Okay. Nope. Anyway, anything, uh, okay, and I know you need to get going. Do you have anything else from Thursday that you wanted to touch on before besides I, uh, uh, my oh, hole and coming in spurts? Keep saying touching on things. It's a lot that that dream really spun you around. Um, maybe literally, but that no, I think that's it for me for Thursday. Okay, all right. Where can we find you? Uh, I tend. If you want to be found? You know what? I don't. Uh, at my friend Vince's birthday party later today. Ooh. Happy um, birthday, Vince. You yeah. made it. Look yeah. at you. You, know, you did it. Surviving. What's but... the switch? Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I am, uh, I, I, I lurk in the Facebook group, the BF yes. Guest Facebook group. And that's mostly it. Yes. There's a little chatter. Finally, people are starting to talk about Allison's looks, which I know we don't always want to talk about, but also... Allison is an oversharer, so the fact that she's uh, leaving some things out is a suspect, and so people are starting to talk. And I guess Ray Morgan has posed a question on Patreon on the Ask Me Anything episode, so we will see if uh, that's addressed. Ooh, gossip, yeah. gossip, gossip. I know that might just turn into a just conversation. So join the Facebook group, follow the show on Instagram at BFFancast. Let's close with a little positive affirmation, shall we? Yes, let's do. Okay. Please say this out loud and really, really internalize it. Feel it. Know it to be truth. Here we go. I have what I need to take on the day. I embrace all the possibilities today brings. I am grateful. Grateful? I just said grateful again. I am grateful for a new day. I believe in myself. Thank you for joining me today, Trace. It was, as always, great to talk to you. You're not bad either. Thanks. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you, and have the best day. Have a gusta. <laughs> Why are we signing off with that every day I fucking got? It's true. I feel like it's Tony's thing, even though he it's literally only said it no. once. But It's too bad. We got to take it and run with it. Like, this is to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs>